Welcome to the Rocky Mountain Sunshine Podcast, where we share faith, have some fun, and strive to add a little bit of sunshine to your day. I am your host, Jason Bringhurst. So, I have a problem, <laughs> and it's about to become very evident. This is this is my uh, therapy session where I sit down and I divulge <laughs> my problem. I am a car nut. I am a crazy, crazy car nut. I just love cars. Um, I subscribe to an email uh, to bringatrailer.com where I get these emails of all these awesome cars that are uh, for sale. Um, and uh, today I saw a cool Model A driving down the road. And, you know, every time I see a car, I, I just watch it. I look at every detail of the car, the wheels, the tires, the curves, the condition of the car, the taillights. Um, if I buy it, I'll look inside. I'll look at the dash, the interior. And, you know, I'll, I'll picture what it would be like with me, you know, going on a cruise in this car. This one that I saw today, I, you know, I pictured myself with the top down, cruising down the highway. Ugh, I love cars. <laughs> if I had the money, I would have kept all of the cars that I've ever bought and uh, instead of just cycling through them like I do. I'd be like Jay Leno. He owns like 169 cars and 117 motorbikes. It's so cool. Uh, anyway, today I'm going to talk all about my cars and there have been a few of them. So without further delay, let's get to it. Well, let's take you back a ways. Let's go back to 1986. 1986, I got my first car. <laughs> oh, it was a beauty. Not really, but <laughs> I love this car. So I, I got this car, and uh, it was $500 from a neighbor. It's a 1975 Chevy Nova. And, you know, I, I still have a soft spot for these Novas. I love Chevy Novas. I spent a lot of time on this car. I got it before I turned 16, so I had a lot of time just to work on it to get get it ready to drive. And I was just so excited for that that day when I finally got my license. And uh, I remember it had a little AM radio in it, the most basic car you know you can imagine. Back then, of course, you didn't have power windows normally or power anything. It didn't have air conditioning. You rolled up the windows and rolled down them with, you know, just manually and uh, no power locks or anything like that. Um, it had power steering. I think that's maybe the only <laughs> luxury this car had on it. But I loved this car. I drove it a ton. Uh, my first job was delivering pizzas and I put a ton of miles on this car. Um, you know, my first date happened in this car driving to high school every day. Uh, we lived out in West Jordan and, uh, and drove over to Midvale, Utah, um, in, in this car. And it was a great car, really dependable, really a fantastic car. Uh, it was a bit of a rust back bucket. I, I did a lot of, uh, work on it, a lot of bondo on that car, trying to get that car to look good, but, uh, it was not a bad car, not a bad car at all. My second car this is where the, the bug starts, right? And I might even say that probably start a lot earlier than that because I, I had a lot of Matchbox and Hot Wheel cars. I, I The Hot Wheels, I mean, I had a lot of cars. I loved, loved cars. All, as far back as I can remember, I was crazy about cars. I learned very early on uh, what different cars were. I'd see them driving and, and what their uh, logos were on the hoods. And even before I could really probably uh, read I was I was noticing the different cars and so anyway here we come uh, and uh, I, I, I see this car that I really like for sale and it was a 1976 Audi 100LS it was a sweet car it was a really cool car Ah, oh, boy was it a lemon though <laughs> it was such a lemon but I loved this car so much Oh, I put so much money into this car. <laughs> Not long after buying it, the engine went out on it. And uh, instead of, you know, just getting rid of it and cutting my losses, no, no, I, I, I went through and saved up my hard-earned cash. And uh, uh, me and a friend of mine, Brandon Smith, 
we uh, took that engine out and I had um, parts everywhere and took it into this place to get the the engine uh, rebuilt. And it took them a long time because it was this German car. They didn't have the the right uh, parts for it. And so it sat um, for a long time. I want to say like all winter long. And then um, they finally had the engine ready. And so there it was. Um, all these parts were just, you know, sitting there and it had been so long. It was really hard to remember how this engine went back together. Oh, it took a long time. We finally got that thing running and it continued to plague me with, uh, electrical issues. It was always draining that battery. I, I tried so many things. I replaced the alternator and the batteries in that. I got to where I could replace this battery really fast. The battery was behind the back seat and, uh, um, it was it was a little little bit of a different car, but boy, I love that car. In fact, um, uh, another friend of mine, uh, Gary and I, Gary Howard, uh, Gary Howard and I um, uh, painted it. He was studying uh, aircraft painting at Salt Lake Community College, and I told him that I wanted to paint the car, and he said that'd be a a good experience for him. So. We uh, we painted it, and uh, I put a lot of money into this car, and it looked so good. It looked amazing. <laughs> it never really was dependable at all, though. But boy, it looked good. So then I've got two cars, right? I've got this this uh, very I've got this very dependable Chevy Nova, and then I've got this this very cool 1976 Audi that is just a major lemon. Then I see this uh, Chevy pickup for sale one day, and I've got two cars. I'm a single guy just out of high school now. And there's this 1970 Chevy pickup for sale. I'm like, you know, that would be fun. So I bought that. (laughs) So now I've got these two cars and the Chevy pickup. Chevy pickup was old. It was not very pretty, Uh, but it was a, it was awesome. It was a Chevy pickup. So, um, Transmission went out on that, and me and my buddy Scott ended up putting in a new transmission, and uh, actually not new, it was from the junkyard, but it worked, and uh, I painted it, um, this time not myself, I, I took it down and, and had it uh, done uh, professionally, I'll do that in air quotes, because it was uh, not, not the best paint job, but it was alright, um, and got some new wheels, and chrome wheels, and, and it, it looked great, and I put a big old stereo in it. And that's probably why I have hearing issues now that I'm getting older and turn 50 and, and, uh, I'm often, you know, asking, uh, people to repeat themselves because I, I can't hear. And all those years, my mom saying, you know, you're going to ruin your hearing with this loud music. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. I think <laughs> anyway, so here, now I have three, three cars, right? I have this, this really cool truck that I love, love, love. And uh, I have the, the 76 Audi, and then I have my Nova. And I decide to go on a mission. Oh, no, no. <laughs> wait. No, wait. There's more. Holy cow. I forgot. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Okay, so <laughs> um, my mom, uh, she um, needed a, a car at, at one point. And uh, her boss, um, her employer was selling this uh, 1976 Ford Courier pickup. <laughs> I can't believe this. So um, I think I bought it for like $300 from uh, Ivy Electric in Sandy. And uh, she drove it for a while. And <laughs> I even took it camping. And it was a fun little truck. It was a, um, had a little bit of uh, uh, damage on the front end. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good little truck. So I have these cars starting to pile up. So I, I sell my Nova and... Uh, and, you know, that that was fine. I, I got a fair price out of it, especially considering how much I had driven it. And then I ended up getting rid of the, uh, the little uh, Ford Courier pickup. So I was down to two cars. I had my pickup truck and the 76 Audi. And I was going to go on a mission. And I should have sold both cars or sold the Audi and kept the truck. But really, I should have sold both. I sold the truck and I couldn't bring myself to selling this Audi. I'd put so much money into it and I love this Audi so much. 
So my uncle, uh, Uncle Floyd, was uh, so gracious and said that I could store it up in his barn in Roosevelt, Utah. So me and a buddy took it up there and uh, we stored it in his barn. Now, if anyone has ever stored a car, don't, right? Because uh, sitting in a barn for two years is really, really not good for cars. Uh, When I got back after my mission... Uh, mice had built nests in the dash. Um, it continued to plague me with uh, electrical problems. And uh, although I did drive it, I, I, I drove and commuted back and forth from uh, Salt Lake to Provo when I started BYU. Um, it lasted for, you know, quite a while after my, my mission, but I ended up selling it because I just could never figure out this electrical problem and I needed something a little more dependable. So got rid of that. Before uh, leaving on my mission, I realized that there was another car that I had bought. That was a 1971 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. (laughs) I have no idea how this ended up in my (laughs) line of cars, but this thing was huge. It was so long and it was a two-door. So when you'd open these doors, I mean, it was like a jet plane. Those doors were so long and so big, and it would just glide down the road. When you'd hit a bump, it would just be like you'd be bouncing on a cloud. <laughs> the thing was so cool. And now this one had like all the options. Like it had electric seats, electric windows, electric mirrors. Um, it was a cool car. Um, and I, I, I bought it uh, because my mom needed a car. And uh, so she drove that for a while. It, it, <laughs> it was fine. It had, it had a massive motor in it and it just guzzled gas. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. But uh, anyway, so um, fast forward now to uh, when I come home from my mission. I wanted to get rid of the uh, the Audi because the Audi was not reliable at all. And I really wanted a reliable car. So um, I bought myself a 1987 Honda Civic hatchback. And those were the ones with the really flat backs. And it was a five-speed, uh, again, basic, basic car. Not even air conditioning, but... I love this little car. I called it Fidel. It was such a good car. So dependable. Took that car all over the place. Um, and then, uh, again, my mom, my mom had bad luck with, with jobs and with, with, uh, with cars and she needed a car. And so I ended up buying this, uh, 1978 Subaru wagon and man, that was a lemon. (laughs) Oh, I, I, I've done really well most of the time picking cars, but boy, that that uh, that Audi and that Super Wagon, those were problem childs. So they were not not good cars. Really, just just uh, so many problems with the Super Wagon. It was kind of a cool little car, but oh man. Anyway, my mom ended up putting a lot of money into that because she drove that, and and uh, uh, eventually, luckily, we got rid of that one. Um, so. Uh, time goes on and I'm about to get married. Uh, Jen and I had been dating and she didn't have a car. And I was thinking, you know, it'll be great to have two cars. So right before our wedding, (laughs) I didn't talk to her about this. I was not, uh, not thinking. Um, but, uh, I had the money and, um, one of, uh, one of the regular customers at Texaco where I worked had a courier business. And they had two of their original Toyota pickups that they used for the courier business. And um, one of them was a 1985 uh, Toyota pickup, blue. Um, This thing, I mean, it had, I think, 250,000 miles on it when the odometer broke. (laughs) And they didn't know how many more miles they had put on it since the odometer broke. They said probably another 50,000. So it probably had close to 300,000 miles on it when I bought it, but I only paid $200. So I told my wife just kind of nonchalantly, Hey, I bought a truck uh, for $200 and really stressed her out. But, uh, maybe a little foreshadowing of what was going to happen with me through our marriage. But it ended up being great, and it was uh, really good that I had it. I ended up commuting from Provo up to Salt Lake for my job. Um, and uh, and so I, we ended up selling it, I think, for like $750. So I made, you know, like a $500 p- 
profit on it. And it was great. It was a great little old <laughs> beat up Toyota pickup. Um, I moved on to a full size 1987 GMC Jimmy four wheel drive. Man, I loved that. It was such a great car. I was a massive gas guzzler, though. It was really not good. But, boy, taking it off-road up Hobble Creek Canyon in Springville, just going for a drive. I loved this thing. It sounded awesome. But, boy, you'd push that pedal down, and that gas would just start to go down. And oh, It was so bad on gas. We also then picked up a, a little um, Mazda Protégé. And this was a good buy because Jen um, was so hot in Utah. She she just, you know, was from the Pacific Northwest here where we live now in, in Port Angeles. She was used to these mild climates and, you know, where you really don't use air conditioning much in cars, if ever. And here she is in Utah with our little Honda Civic that had no air conditioning and uh, this one trip when we went down to Lake Powell, I remember it was so, so hot. And she was just bright red and just, you know, just couldn't handle the heat. So uh, it was a really good deal. We we, we ended up uh, getting this Mazda Protégé. And it was our first car that had air conditioning. She quickly claimed it, <laughs> loved it to death. And uh, we, we kept it until we moved to Holland a couple years later. I ended up uh, having some mechanical issues with the GMC Jimmy. And I had started this uh, job at uh, System Connection where I was, um, you know, more of a corporate job. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get kind of a corporate looking car. <laughs> and uh, um, we, we, we bought this 1992 Oldsmobile and uh, it was a four door sedan. Uh, had air conditioning. It was a great car. Uh, my Uncle Brent ended up buying it from us when we went to Holland. And uh, I really liked that car, even though it probably did not look like a car that, you know, a 20-year-old, 20-whatever-year-old 20 uh, would, would drive. But uh, it, it was it was a pretty sweet car. I, I liked it. Um, so uh, then we, when we went to Europe, um, maybe some honorable mentions. They weren't my cars, but we had company cars while I was overseas. So the honorable mentions that we had of the company cars while we were overseas started out with a Volkswagen Jetta. And I'm I'm going to Google just really quick because I'm guessing it was like a 1989 um, VW Jetta. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 89, totally. Looks just like that one. Okay, white VW Jet, Jetta, um, four-door. It was a pretty good car, but it, it was pretty, I don't know. It was it was had some miles on it and was having some problems. While we were there, we, uh, we ended up getting a different car. We ended up getting a Nissan wagon uh, while we were in Europe. Probably like a Primera, something like that. Um, it was a, a European model that they didn't have in the U.S., but uh, it was it was a great car. I was that was, was so much nicer than than the uh, Volkswagen Jetta that we had. Um, it actually stopped when you wanted it to stop, and uh, um, it started when you wanted it to start. Uh, it was a good company car. Then we got transferred to England, and uh, we had a pretty cool car in England. I want to say that it was a Mazda MX-3, probably like a nineteen. Oh, 1997 or so, uh, Mazda MX-3. Really cool uh, red uh, car that, you know, it was uh, in England, so the steering wheel was on the right side of the car. Um, learned how to uh, drive a stick shift, which was very different because uh, you're shifting with your left hand instead of, you know, with, with your right hand. Um, Jen really did not like driving the stick shift in, in England. Um, I got used to it mostly <laughs> a couple times where I... Uh, you'd go roundabouts were the hardest part. You'd go to a roundabout and, um, if there were other cars around you, then it was fine. You just kind of follow the other cars. But the hardest thing was coming to a roundabout when there were no other cars around and your instinct was always to turn right at the roundabout, but you turn left, of course. So anyway, <laughs> a little tangent there. Um, and then, uh, after, after the, uh, Mazda MX-3, we came back to Utah, and um, I did end up getting another company car, 
And I want to say this one was probably like a 1999 Pontiac Grand Prix. Um, that one was fun. Fun. That was a, a kind of a cool car. It was just kind of fun to have a, a company car. None of those, of course, the company cars were were really mine. I didn't buy those, but uh, those are, like I say, honorable mentions for for cars that I've I, I've had in the driveway. <laughs> Coming back from from Europe, um, we ended up buying uh, a 1987 Mazda 626. And, um, this, we, this, we just, uh, didn't want to spend a lot of money because we were trying to buy our first house. So we were looking for something that we could pay cash for. And uh, we bought this cheap car. And I just remember every time we drove that car, I smelled oil burning and it was, (laughs) it did have air conditioning at least. Uh, Jen was happy about that, but, uh, I was constantly nervous that this thing was going to break down. After we bought our house, got got into our home, uh, I ended up uh, getting a brand new uh, truck, and I was def- this is the first time that I ever bought a brand new uh, brand new car, and it was pretty exciting. Um, I had you know my career was was going. I was doing sales for for a company there in Provo, and uh, I bought a brand new car, and this was a an extended cab. 1999 Dodge Dakota four-wheel drive. That was a cool truck. I really like that truck so much. <laughs> uh, that's one I probably should have held on to. Um, I ended up uh, uh, selling it because uh, my buddy Sean and I had started a business, and uh, I was worried about um, how much money we had each month. And um, so I, I, I traded it in and, and bought another lemon oh was this one 11 1998 pontiac bonneville oh this i don't know if this is the worst car that i've owned but boy it was not a good one before i even got the license plate for it i still had the temporary tags on it the transmission had gone out (laughs) oh oh gosh this was not a good car so i didn't hold on to that bonneville for very long i did end up buying a kind of a fun car during this time i uh saw a Mustang, a 1965 Mustang, one of the cars that I'd always wanted to have. And I saw it on eBay. Now, this is, gosh, 1999, 19, maybe 2000, right around this time, right? I had been watching this car and it was an auction. And uh, so I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try. And I put, put a bid in and, uh, Someone outbid me, and then I put another bid in, and I told Jen, "Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, bidding on this car," and uh, we ended up getting it. We we got this car, and um, it was a really good deal. And so uh, a friend of mine, Scott Eath, uh, decided to fly out to Sacramento with me, and we went out there knowing that if it wasn't what it looked like online, especially back then, I mean, this is you know, pretty big risk because. The, the pictures were not great back then online, but uh, we get there, look it over, and boy, it was it was a beautiful car. Um, it had been, uh, you know, in the family pretty much the whole time that uh, this uh, lady had owned it, and um, we just hopped in it and decided to drive back to, to Utah in it and had a fun trip. Um, the battery did go out on the trip, but that was the only thing uh, really that we had a, as far as a problem driving back. And I was the owner of a 1965 Ford Mustang. I did some work to it and fixed it up, put in some seat belts and different things uh, in the interior, um, but uh, didn't have to do a ton to it. Uh, it did have some carburetor issues that kind of plagued it for a little bit. Uh, in 2001, uh, my friend Sean Rapier and I started a company. And so I told you that I got rid of the Dodge Dakota and as things uh, were uh, kind of starting off, we didn't have a lot of extra money. I decided to sell the the Mustang also because um, we were having children still. And it turns out children are not cheap and diapers cost money. And and we wanted to have a house to live in and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so anyway... My Ford Mustang was beautiful, and I ended up selling it. And so every now and then I'll look at over at Emma and go, you know, Emma, I love you so much. I love you more than my Mustang. <laughs> so the next car that we uh, got, uh, we wanted to get rid of that uh, Mazda 626 that always smelled like oil when we would drive it. 
and we ended up buying a 1987 Ford Taurus. Now these, uh, during the day, I mean, there, there were so many of these on the road. There were so many of these Ford Tauruses on the road, and uh, it was just the car that was everywhere. Um, but you know what? <laughs> it, you know, if, if you would have guessed which car was a lemon, you might have thought it was this one. But this, we had a great experience with this Ford Taurus. We put on like 40,000 miles on this car without any issues whatsoever. Right towards the end, we did have the air conditioner start to go out. And unfortunately, it went out when we were in Phoenix. <laughs> we had gone down there for my brother-in-law, Jen's brother, uh, Scott, uh, and his wife, Lene, were getting married. And we had taken the kids down there, and uh, Julian and Maggie, you know, were, were in the back seat and driving back home. Wouldn't you know it? The air conditioner went out. Yeah, it was a hot drive back home. We tried to do it during the night to, to uh, keep, keep cool a little bit. Replacing the Ford Taurus, uh, I thought it was a pretty big upgrade. We went to a 1999 Honda Accord. Boy, if you look at some of my cars that I've had, you know, and I have regrets of selling them, I have a regret of selling this this Honda Accord. It was a solid car. Now you go from the ninety eight pun nineteen ninety eight Pontiac Bonneville, plagued with problems. You know, then you go to this ninety nine Honda Accord. That thing was just so solid. It was bulletproof. That thing was so dependable, and I should have held on to it. The family kept growing, and uh, putting three car seats in the back seat of uh, a car was not ideal. So then we decided to get a minivan. Yes, the 1998 Plymouth Voyager came along. And I was so resistant, so, so, so resistant to getting a minivan. And my friend Sean, he said, you know, Jason, you don't look cool with three car seats in the back of your car, so just do it. Just get the minivan. It's so much more convenient. And it was. Once we got it, it was like, wow, this is so practical to have sliding doors on the sides and, and to be able to, you know, space kids out a little bit. And, ah, uh, yes, we should have done it a lot sooner. But we got the, the 1998 Plymouth Voyager uh, minivan, and we had that for a long time. Here's, uh, <laughs> I don't know, bittersweet. Um, I told you that this 1999 Honda Accord that we had was just so rock solid, such a great dependable car. Well, our little company had started to take off, uh, Offspring, the company that Sean and I started, and it was doing really well, and we decided to get uh, company cars. And so we went out and we just fell in love with this Land Rover Freelander. It's a 2001 Land Rover Freelander. And it was a cool car. And we got leather seats and, oh, man, they were great. But I traded in that Honda. And the Land Rover was not <laughs> was not bulletproof. It was not rock solid when it came to mechanical issues. But boy, was that thing good in the snow. And it was such a cool car. And it was zippy. And and uh, uh, I really loved the car. It was not a car that I was going to hang on to, though. It had some issues. Uh, and, you know, it had to go. But uh, again, during this time, I picked up uh, kind of a fun car. And I picked myself up a 1969 Chevy pickup. Now, this was not my day-to-day -day driving car. It was not a daily driver. It was just, uh, really, we wanted to have a pickup truck, and I like old cars, so this kind of fit the bill. And uh, during this time, we moved from Springville to Highland, Utah, and it was awesome to have a pickup truck. I love this truck. Um, I did some work on it, and it was it was a really good truck. Uh, had that for quite a while. So it was time to get rid of that Land Rover, though. And... I <laughs> kind of had the pendulum swing where I go from, okay, I have a really fun car, lots of problems though. I need something that's dependable. And I went out and I bought a brand new 2004 Toyota Camry. Now, if you look at all the cars on the road today, the 2004 Camry still out there. It's still dependable and it's a boring car. It's really boring. <laughs> But it was a good car, and I really probably should have kept it. 
Um, but uh, things didn't go as I was planning with my career, and I found myself uh, without a job. So I thought, you know, I'm going to get rid of the, the Toyota because I had car payments on it. I'm going to pay cash for a car. And uh, I went and bought a 2000 Mazda Protégé. And it was a decent little car. Um, and uh, I started doing real estate. And I quickly figured out, though, that this little car was not ideal for driving people around and looking at houses, especially if they had kids. You know, it just was kind of a small car. So I didn't want to uh, take out a loan because um, I, I wasn't really bringing in money steadily. So I sold it and I got a 1995 Lexus LS300. And, and the nice thing about this is that the Lexus had not changed its body style for quite a while. So it, it was a 1995, but looking at it, you wouldn't know what year it was exactly. And it looked great. It had leather seats, uh, sunroof. It was totally loaded, heated seats. It was a really good car. That's a car that uh, would still be running today um, if it had not had a massive billboard fall on it. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Uh, I ended up, uh, my mom needed a, a car and uh, I, I sold that to her because it was a dependable car and I knew that it would be dependable for her. And uh, she was at work one day and there was this big billboard next to their parking lot and a big windstorm came and it fell right on top of her car. This Lexus was smashed to bits and uh, was completely totaled by a billboard. So true story. All right. So uh, I sold that to my mom and then uh, I got uh, the idea that I was going to start this company, Professional Cable. And I thought, you know, I might need to have a truck to do deliveries. Um, I wasn't really sure. And I ended up uh, buying this night as 2005 Dodge Dakota. So this 2005 Dodge Dakota was not at all like my other Dodge Dakota. Um, not long after I bought it, the check engine light came on. It was still under warranty, so I took it in. And uh, they messed around with it, and the check engine light came on again. And then finally they called me and said, you know what, you've got a bad engine. So they took it and put it in a new engine, and I had it for like a couple weeks again. Check engine light came on again, and it was just plagued. It's it just a lemon. One of those cars is just a lemon. So I did not have that for very long. So just like in the past, when I've had a lemon, I really want to get a dependable car. So I trade in the Dodge Dakota for a 2008 Honda Civic. This car was cool. It was sporty. It was peppy. Um, it was really a great car, and I really enjoyed it, and it got crazy good gas mileage. I put a lot of miles on this car, and, uh, and it was completely dependable. Really great. During this time, I also picked up a little uh, uh, scooter. It was a 150cc scooter, uh, 2005 and uh, had a lot of fun on that. That was just kind of fun to have for a little while. I uh, failed to mention, too, that I did have a motorcycle um, when Jen and I were dating. I had a motorcycle, a Yamaha, and um, I did not have enough money to buy a wedding ring. So I sold the mo motorcycle and purchased a wedding ring. Jen's wedding ring finger now carries my motorcycle. <laughs> the minivan... Um, was starting to get a little small for us, actually. And um, we decided that we wanted to get something uh, that was bigger, that would seat eight instead of just seating seven. And um, we decided to get a GMC Suburban. We ended up buying a 1999 GMC Suburban four-wheel drive. And that was a great car. Um, we put on a ton of miles onto that car. I think when we sold that, it ended up having like 270,000 miles on it. It had a lot of miles on that Suburban. It was a great car, very dependable. My Honda Civic was, was really cool, um, but I uh, had a hip replacement, and it was a manual transmission. So five-speed manual transmission, and it really hurt my left leg to push in the clutch after the, the hip surgery. So I ended up getting a 1999 Lexus RX300. And uh, that's kind of like a small SUV. And it was four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, I guess. And uh, 
had all the options, heated seats, which the with the the hip replacement, the the heated seats were really nice on my back and and uh, really liked that. So drove the Lexus for quite a while, and then uh, Xavier was born, and um, he had to spend um, several months up at Primary Children's Hospital. And so here we have this 1999 GMC Suburban. Gets about 18, 19 miles to the gallon. And I have this 99 uh, Lexus RX 300 that only got like 21 miles to the gallon. Gas prices went through the roof. And Jen and I both were driving up to Primary Children's and back every single day. And um, we just were, all of our money was going into the the gas on these cars. So I decided I'd sell sell it and I picked up a 2005 Honda Civic very, very economical um, and very basic car. Did have air conditioning, though. <laughs> At least had air conditioning. And was able to commute up to Primary Children's in that for a while. Um, after uh, Xavier came home, the, the Honda Civic was a pretty small car. And um, taking kids back and forth to school and whatnot, uh, it, was, it, was, it was small. And by this time now, we have six children, so... I ended up getting a brand new uh, 2011 Honda Odyssey minivan and put uh, the company's logos on it and thought uh, that it was a great uh, van for not only uh, taking the kids around, but also I could do deliveries in the van for for my business. It was a really good car, and I uh, liked it quite a lot. And then uh, (laughs) as time goes on, I kind of get bored with cars. And this was just, you know, a minivan. And so I got bored with it. And so go from one extreme to the other. I get my eye on a 2015 Acura TLX. Very, very cool car. (laughs) This is probably one I should have held on to. But that minivan was sold and I got the 2015 Acura TLX. Boy, that was a cool car very fast all leather all black black interior black exterior it was a cool car and uh about this time also we upgraded our family car very good car the 2015 toyota sienna great minivan which we still have today seats eight which is awesome um during this time uh julian started driving and we picked up uh another car for her to drive uh, it was a 2000 Subaru Legacy, and uh, that was a um, pretty good car, pretty solid, pretty dependable, uh, mostly. We did have to do a little bit of work on it, um, but it was a safe car. It was uh, all-wheel drive, which um, I wanted just a, a safe car for her to be driving. Um, shortly after, Ju- uh, Maggie started driving, and we picked up a 1999 Subaru Forester, I did uh, sell off the the uh, 1969 Chevy pickup, uh, but at this point we did have four cars in the family. We had the the Toyota Sienna. I had my Acura, and uh, Julian and Maggie. He both had Subarus. I was uh, becoming a pretty big fan of of Subarus, and uh, did something that I should not do. And I went on my lunch break one day and looked at Subaru Outbacks, and really really liked the technology that's kind of what i fell in love with driving this 2017 subaru outback and it had the lane assist and the uh adaptive uh cruise control and i was pretty pretty impressed with all the technology and i thought would run the numbers and traded in my acura for a subaru don't do that jason go back in time and say jason no that Acura is such a better car. You're not going to be happy with this Subaru. I wasn't happy with that Subaru. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine for a little while. Had some quirks, though, that I really didn't like. Maybe a year or two later, um, I got rid of it and ended up going to a truck. A 2006 GMC Sierra 2500 extended cab. It was nice. It had been taken care of, um, and uh, I liked it a lot. And then I just happened to be looking like I would do now and then on KSL, and I found a 1978 Chevy Nova for sale, and that intrigued me. So I went and looked at it, but the, the kid was asking, 
like $3,000 for it. And I was like, yeah, it's, mm, I don't know. And uh, so I didn't drive it, but, uh, you know, I'd driven walked around it. And, and uh, then all of a sudden, one day I'm looking and it's dropped down to like $1,000. So I get in contact with him and he said, no, someone else is coming to look. I said, no, I'm coming right now with cash. And uh, he said, no, someone else is coming. I said, okay, well, <laughs> what what is it going to take? He said, well, here's the deal. The transmission's gone out and it's going to have to be towed somewhere. And so I said, fine. And uh, I met him, picked it up, had a tow truck come and towed it straight to the uh, shop where I put in a transmission. But I picked up this 19, 1978 Chevy Nova and that was a fun car. Man, that was a fun car. I love that car. Um, put on some nice new wheels and tires and and uh, did the interior, had the interior done. Um, it was it was just a blast. I love that Chevy Nova. Uh, so then I went down to CES and CES had this track out in front that's a consumer electronics show. And they are uh, driving these BMWs out in the front of CES. And they are kind of like drifting. And and uh, so then I start uh, reading more about them, following some podcasts and, and watching videos and just start loving BMW. And so I find a BMW, a 2012 BMW 335i hardtop convertible. Now on my bucket list is a convertible. I've never had a convertible. I've always thought that a 1965 Ford Mustang convertible would be awesome. Hardtop convertible was kind of the the right thing for, for Utah because you have those harsh winters where you don't really want a soft top convertible. But a hardtop convertible... I was intrigued, so I went and checked it out. Beautiful car. Beautiful car. So next thing I know, I am driving a 2012 BMW, and it was great. (laughs) Such a great car. I love that car. It was fast. Oh, it was so fast. And, And putting the top down was so neat. Such a great, great, fun car. Um, the back seat was, <laughs> it's not really even a back seat, but, uh, that was fun. It's more like a two seater. Um, I had that car and we, when we moved up to Port Angeles and, uh, planned on keeping it. And then when, uh, we went to buy a house, um, they were very, very strict on, uh, people who are self-employed. And they just didn't want to see uh, any type of loans out there. So I ended up uh, having to sell the BMW and bought a a 2006 Acura MDX and paid cash for that. So I wouldn't have a loan out there. And uh, that's a great car. We still have that one. Uh, Emma drives that MDX. Um, we just recently had a snowstorm and Jen drove the Acura because it's, uh, got four wheel drive and you can put it into four wheel drive and, and get anywhere in it has nice, great tires on it. Still looks fantastic. It's got leather seats, heated sunroof, all the works, you know, it's a what 15 year old car now, but it is a fantastic car. I love Acuras. Acuras are such a, a, a well-built car. Um, just like the, you know, the Honda brand and the Toyotas are, are the same way in the Lexus. Those those four, you can't go wrong. After all my years of buying cars and, and selling cars, the Toyotas, the Lexus, the Honda, and the Acuras, you know, you're just not going to go wrong. So Emma has her license now, and uh, um, I'm driving this uh, Acura, and I think, well, you know, it'd be nice if she could have a car to get back and forth to uh, high school and college because she was doing both uh, college and high school. So she wouldn't have to go back and forth during the day. So it would be a lot of running her around, um, from the college campus to the high school and then back home. And, and, uh, so, uh, I find a really inexpensive Toyota Tacoma and, um, I love Toyotas. I love the, the Tacomas. And this was a 2004 two wheel drive, very basic, very, very basic Toyota pickup. And I was thinking that maybe uh, Emma would drive that. I ended up driving it most of the time, horrible in the snow, um, and very, very small. Um, It uh, 
really is a two-seater, even though you had a third uh, uh, seat belt in the middle. It really had to be someone small to sit in the, the middle seat. So, And then there was no extended cab or anything. So not real practical for most purposes. Um, but I, I drove it for quite a while. Um, it was a decent, decent truck. Uh, and then eventually um, decided to upgrade, and I got a 2007 GMC Sierra short bed four-wheel drive. It's a, got, got the four-door crew cab. Again, it's a little bit older, but has all the bells and whistles on it. Uh, you know, leather seats, heated. Um, it's just a really, really nice truck, and that's what I'm driving today. The cars that we have today, uh, it's going to be the uh, 2015 Toyota Sienna minivan that Jen drives. Uh, Emma's been driving the 2006 Acura MDX, and I'm driving the 2007 GMC Sierra four-wheel drive. And I did sell the 1978 Chevy Nova, which is a heartbreaker. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it, friends. <laughs> Let's please don't bring it up. <laughs> So yeah, I, I have a problem, don't I? <laughs> it, it feels good. It feels good to come clean and let you know. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's a problem that uh, that I know. I know there are others out there. My my friend Sean Rapier. I wonder. I wonder how many he has had. I may have beat him. He may have beat me. I don't know. Sometimes he'll go on a, a spree and buy like three in a year, um, and and pass me up. But. Uh, my friend uh, Blake Duffin, um, he does this, but all with Subarus. I don't know how he does it. They're all Subarus. Occasionally, he'll throw in like a Nissan Leaf or something. But uh, and then my my buddy Scott uh, Eth, um, who went to uh, he he's been with me on some of my treks uh, when we went and uh, picked up my Audi from my uncle's place in Roosevelt, and he flew out to Sacramento with me to pick up the '65 Mustang. He is a, a one-man <laughs> Jay Leno show, pretty much. Um, I, I don't know how many cars he has right now. My guess is probably at any given time he maybe has six or seven or eight, nine cars. <laughs> he races cars. He uh, fixes up cars. And the thing is, Scott, my buddy, he's got a knack for finding these cars, fixing them up, and selling them and making a lot of money on them. <laughs> he does a good job at that. He sold uh, cars on. See, I, I subscribe to Bring a Trailer and look at cars. He sells cars on Bring a Trailer and makes money on them. So way to go, Scott. <laughs> He's a good buddy of mine. So anyway, I just love cars. I'm a fan of all cars. I love the old cars. I love the hot rods. I love the new cars. I'm interested in all these electric cars. I would love to drive a Tesla Um I, I think that all the new tech on all the new cars, you know, that's just super interesting. Um, but, you know, I I do just love, I love the smell of gasoline. I love the roar of the V8 engines. You know, I rented a Dodge Challenger uh, and drove it from Las Vegas to Los Angeles and then back to Salt Lake. Oh, what a car. I love that. I mean, I... I would definitely uh, buy a Dodge Challenger. That that could be in my future. I love the Dodge Challenger. Not a great car again for getting into a back seat, um, and that's probably something that would keep me from buying it for a while. But boy, what a fun, fun car! And that's what I just don't know if you quite have the same. I don't know. Maybe 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 you do get some of the same thrill out of the the electric cars, um, but. Uh, uh, they're going to be different for sure. Um, and then self-driving cars. I have no interest in self-driving cars, really. I I love driving. I've always loved driving. I, I wouldn't want anything to do with a self-driving car because I enjoy driving. Uh, the only thing I could see maybe is that uh, if it was comfortable enough to sleep in that you could keep driving during the night and go on a trip, I guess that would be cool. So maybe, but I... I like driving, so I don't want a self-driving car. You know, as I look back on all of these cars, while they've brought so much fun in so many ways in the moment, um, but nothing really lasts forever. And what brings me eternal joy is my family. Uh, luckily, you know, some of my kids enjoy going to car shows with me and walking around and looking at all the old classic cars but, you know, the greatest thing about all these cars is the memories that I have with my families and friends. 
I've been blessed not only to have some really fun cars, but to have a lot of fun with my friends and family in these cars. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, thank you so much for sticking around. This has been a fun episode, a little bit longer than some of our other episodes, but see, that's the thing. I get talking about, you know, food or cars or something like that. I have a hard time stopping, but this, this was a fun episode and thanks for sticking around. I think it's wise to say, just like we read in the scriptures, to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, seek not for riches first. But uh, I also know that, you know, God wants us to enjoy our lives. Um, if we can seek the kingdom of heaven in a Dodge Challenger, I'm sure that's just fine. Um, we just need to remember that we get the most out of life when we are serving others and physical, you know, physical things like cars, they don't bring everlasting joy and happiness. That only comes from following Jesus Christ and living the gospel. And that's truly living the good life. Thanks so much for listening. We hope that we've added a little bit of sunshine to your day. We would appreciate it if you would rate and review the episode. And if you liked it, subscribe. Then you'll get notified when other episodes come out. And as always, we'd love to have you share it on social media so others can find us. But until next time, cheers from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs>